Um, excuse me, sir. I would like to film my podcast. Can you? Nope. Yep. Maybe move. Maybe. Okay. You can do it on my lap. You want to do it on my lap? You can do it on my lap. You tuned in now to this pickleball life. I'm K-Dubs and Jilly B is my wife. She's the pro and I've got the filler. She's sweet to me, but on the court, she's a killer. Unadulterated and efficiently bringing you the best and worst things in PB. Tell your friends and stay for another. And no one loves us more than your mother. One thing's for sure, one hit and you're addicted. Grab a pile, grab a court, don't resist it. So click subscribe, let's go, let's get cracking. Things on done, let's go, let's get laughing. This Pickleball Life. Yo, what up, PB Lifers? It's your girl, Jilly B. And your girl, K-Dubs. And welcome to part two of Recovery Den. It's episode 11, and where's our rhyme? It's Recovery Heaven. <laughs> that was good. Although you and I are in Recovery Hell right now. <laughs> we are in Recovery Hell. We're going to get to hell. that in a minute. <laughs> so today's podcast is all about can you handle the heat, baby? Hot versus cold therapies and our next five recovery devices for all things pickleball injuries and recovery. And before we hop into it, we have some exciting news. This is the month, actually four months of giveaways. That's right. If you're subscribed to us on YouTube and you're subscribed to Jilly B Pickleball on Instagram, aka following me on Instagram, you are going to be eligible for super cool giveaways like Mizuno tennis shoes. And uh, did you uh, change something about your appearance oh, today? You mean my sunglasses Is and the 90 degree sunshine of the, the desert sunshine? indoors? <laughs> That's right. I am wearing Gooder sunglasses. These are also part of the giveaway. These are $25 slip free fun, lightweight, amazing sunglasses. And what else are we giving away, K-Dubs? Oh my gosh, we've got recovery devices of our favorite brand, ProBand, for yep. both knees and elbows. elbows. And they also have some cool uh, squishy ball toys that go hand in hand. So That's the technical term, we are squishy ball toys. We also have Storm Energy Drink. Oh yeah, Storm's baby. a coming, baby. And we've got, of course, PB Goods products. That's right. PB good. Oh my God. I said it goods wrong. Goods from PB gods. Goods from PB, PB good gods. gods. <laughs> good God. They're good. They're gooder, but they're PB gods. Yes. And we just dropped our 4th of July collection. So get out your red, white, and blue and get geared up for the summer in Let's your PB go. gods pickleball themed products. They I are think, some of uh, my favorites for one of my favorite holidays, if not favorite. We could do a deep dive on why 4th of July is your favorite holiday, but we'll it's have to very save that ironic. for episode number 12. <laughs> so with that, do you want to catch the, the listeners up a little bit on the irony of our recovery pod split and the shenanigans that uh, occurred this week between uh, episodes one and two of our uh, recovery den? Yeah, we've never felt more hypocritical talking about recovery. And, or apropos. Or apropos, practicing what we're preaching in terms of uh, recovery and pain-free pickleball. And so Kristen had a very unfortunate accident on the courts. Yeah, one, one man's unfortunate is just playing with fire. Again, theme of the pod, heat, heat, heat. I have been playing with fire for like the entire time I've played pickleball. I've had a torn ACL. So long story short, I've accelerated the need for surgery, let's just say. And, and I think, uh, I think it's, it's just one of those things where I've known I could do more damage while I'm out there, even in a brace, even warming up. Um, but I think I also tore so my meniscus Kristen's now. been playing pickleball, for those of you that don't know, for three years without an ACL. Yes. And if she were a little bit more diligent, but again, maybe this is uh, for a different pod with your recovery <laughs> exercises and strengthening, maybe you wouldn't have to do surgery, but we'll never know. And now you've maybe torn your yes. meniscus in addition lesson, to your ACL. Lesson to be learned, PT for every day. Like everyone has something they should be probably doing PT on. So after three years of basically hoping it would um, last me another 40. I always said, I just want to play pickleball like I'm 70 for 40 years. <laughs> but uh, I think uh, I've 
now actually torn my meniscus as well. Um, and the only way I was able to walk around the house was basically like, um, like a cave woman. Um, a little bit of like a duck walk, like a modified duck walk. Like I can only walk if my knees are bent. It's very strange, but um, it it's a little little more pain free uh, since uh, since it happened on Saturday. But um, I'm definitely going to be scheduling an MRI and ho- probably getting under the knife in the next couple weeks. So Aww. no more pickle for KW for eight to twelve months. Yay! You get to focus so even nice. more on my pickleball. Yay! Yay. Um, but, uh, do you want to expand on that or talk about any other recovery, uh, I, I ironies woke, I of the week? I woke up with like random crazy neck pain where I can turn right, left, look backwards. And if I look down, I'm in trouble. So I yeah. saw a chiropractor. I'm going to see my girl again tomorrow. And I've just been trying to practice what I preach, which is when you say your girl, you mean the ART girl, right? I'm going to be seeing Dr. Cynthia. Dr. Cynthia. If you guys are not following Dr. Cynthia, the pickleball doctor on Instagram, what are you even doing? Because she is really Really? the oracle and the source of all truth when it comes to recovery and pickleball. And we're going to be talking a lot about her on this podcast. So it did give us a great opportunity to practice literally everything that we are preaching in today's pod. So without further ado, should we hop into number one of this pod and number six in total? If you missed last week's pod, rewind and check out the top five. And we're getting into the next five right now. Um, So number six and seven are something we feel goes best together. So we're going to cover them at once. And that is kinesio tape and creams often called kt tape or as uh, jill likes to point out the kleenex of tapes because most people just say kt tape that brand just clicked on in there Mm -hmm. but um what's great about kt tape is that ability to bring awareness right right it seems like such a little coverage of an area and you're like i'm just taping my skin how can it have such a influential um, positive impact on my healing it's not as thick as a brace but it's the neurons in your skin that basically are sort of fired up to pay attention right i'm obsessed like absolutely obsessed with kt tape and healy tape which we're going to talk about in a little bit and to look at this macro even a little bit further I think the biggest threat to pickleball right now isn't even courts. It's it's pickleball injuries. Exactly. Um, and, you know, exactly. we said on the last pod that every time a new player enters the sport, an orthopedic surgeon gets, gets a new a boat. boat. And, in fact, we did have that validated for us when we, in fact, had our friend who's an orthopedic surgeon over for lunch the other day. And he did say these exact words. Pickleball is the best thing to happen to my business since CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> Pickleball and CrossFit do share that same reverse fight club mentality where you must tell everyone and get everyone to do it. And it's amazing. I wish we could invent something that wildfire. Uh, And and I think while the whole entire universe appears to be moving towards cold therapy, cryo, ice plunges, plunge pools, uh, tangentially, if I hear one more person buying like an $8,000 box to take an ice bath in, in their backyard, I'm gonna laugh to death. If you have a it's tub- It's like the reverse jacuzzi. It's a reverse jacuzzi. If you have a tub in your house, just freeze big bottles of water in your freezer and throw them in the tub. And I just saved you $8,000. Last episode, Kristen saved you 15 minutes and I just saved you 8K. My Venmo's JC Braver. Let's Contribute go. what you want. I digress. <laughs> Here's a hot take, a contradictory take, pun intended. Well. Everyone seems to be moving towards ice therapies. I want to think about all things heat and what this has to do with tape and KT tape, especially Healy tape, for instance. It combines menthol. And you get that like tingling, I don't want to say burning, but like warming sensation. And when you look at rock sauce, which I love, which is meant to be used with a KT tape, Mm -hmm. um, it has capsaicin, a very small dose of capsaicin and menthol. If you don't know, capsaicin is what happens inside of peppers, spicy peppers. That's the actual spicy part. And you're getting, your body's getting that awareness brought to it, that warmth, that tingling sensation. 
And you look at the other side of the spectrum and our orthopedic surgeon friend who just over talked a lot about a product called Voltaren. And mm-hmm. that's essentially- Voldemort, right? Voldemort. It's, it's mm-hmm. Voldemort's numbing cream. Very good, Kristen. And it recently went off patent. Is that what you say? Like when something goes generic, it went off patent? Oh, I think, yeah. I think that is the, the correct. So it's this, it's this super powerful anti-inflammatory gel and um, I think it off brand it's called like Diflican, and you can literally get it on online on Amazon for 13 bucks. It's an, an inflammatory gel, anti-inflammatory gel that is for arthritis, but I've been using it on my bicep, on my knee, and it's pretty miraculous stuff, but it is that like numbing sensation. And I mm-hmm. think I just naturally prefer the the menthol of the Healy tape, the capsaicin and the rock sauce. I mean, what are your thoughts? Well, if you take the like very popular Aloe MDs cream or the CBD cream, Mm -hmm. we have um, a lot of times they'll combine those with another uh, kind of uh, mint menthol, some kind of uh, tingly spray. Mm -hmm. Um, And in combination, it's, it's all about kind of making you feel like you're feeling it quicker, I think, where we're all impatient and, you know, the cream has to work through our, you know, layers of skin probably, but having that that smell and that feel of tingles, you're like, oh, something must be happening. Well, and a fun little byproduct of the Healy tape, since there is that mint, that menthol in it, apparently mint and catnip are pretty closely related to each other. So if you're not watching this pod on YouTube, you will be missing out on some real live uh, imagery and video of my cat going nuts, licking me, pawing at me when I'm wearing my my Healy tape. Totally. Byproduct. Cats love it. Humans will too. (laughs) So yeah, so cream and KT tape. What first, what second? It seems counterintuitive to think that the cream isn't going to like well, cause rock, the KT so tape to... rock sauce to... is built for rock tape, KT tape. And right. that's, that's really cool because like the, the Voltaren that I use, if I try and put any type of tape on top of that, that won't work. But then what's neat is the Healy tape, right, combines it, it all into one. In. Yeah. So what we, um, what we also love to combine with creams mm-hmm. is... The Dr. C scraper too, yes. which uh, should be uh, number 7B. <laughs> 7B. <laughs> it's a triple, but getting a little bit of cream in there just mm-hmm. helps the scraper go across your fascia, which can be a little bit jarring at times because you're basically yep. like <laughs> going across like, uh, you know, asphalt of muscles almost and the cream helps kind of smooth it out. So Lots of different uh, different uses of creams, and um, it's good to see these uh, these therapeutic yep. creams supporting pickleball. A lot and of them are out there at the the tournaments. And absolutely, if you haven't tried Ultimate Repair X, formerly Aloe MD, right? Brand um, huge supporter of the PPA Tour. Lots of pickleball players believe mm-hmm. in it. Kristen uses it. I've used it a little bit, and I would love to hear from y'all at home. Like, what yeah, what are your favorites? Creams, tapes, uh, tools, tips. Are helping you elongate your pickleball career and optimize your performance if we're not mentioning it on the pod let us know spread yeah. the word Help. we all know jill's real favorite cream is spf <laughs> that is correct <laughs> that if is you did not know one, this i definitely have a routine to my highly thick zinc <laughs> titanium dioxide sunblock <laughs> routine what is the chemical compound for SPF? Zinc, titanium. Um, so yeah, anything else to add about the creams and uh, KT tape? No, I think we can move on to number eight. Wearable inflammatory relief devices. Say it three times fast. Wift. <laughs> So I am wearing a wearable inflammatory relief device right now. So this is ProBand. This is my Bandit. Kristen is wearing the Need It. I mean, come on, what names, right? Yeah, I do need it. Um, I think there is a huge threat to pickleball called pickleball elbow, right? P-E. So 
P-E. If you think about it, a tennis grip is much thicker than a pickleball grip in many yeah, instances. Yeah, it's almost a baseball bat. Maybe and, even thicker. And you'll grip on top of a tennis grip. But if you think about a pickleball grip, we've got usually four to four and a half inches and we're constantly ripping off the grip, sometimes even shaving down the sides to make the grip thinner and then just putting a really thin layer of overgrip. That's what most the pros, what, that's exactly what most of the pros do. So pickleball elbow and the stress on your forearm, it's probably 10 to 15% easily more intense mm -hmm. than with a tennis racket. So anytime I can use a device like my Bandit to take stress off of my forearm, I mean, I wear it all day long, not just when I'm playing. Absolutely. And I think um, while, while we're on that topic of uh, prevention, in addition to the devices we need to uh, treat these things, mm -hmm. I had uh, kind of an epiphany about uh, my borderline tendonitis when I was trying to work on my backhand punch. Yep. And I think that combination of my wrist pronation, I think if you're going to be technical, but really if you point your fist down to the ground, you'll mm -hmm. feel that tension in your forearm, which is where the bandit goes. Yep. Right. And, um, just below the elbow and that, that muscle, but making sure that when you're playing pickleball, you're using the real tool, the yep. paddle, right? It's so easy because the paddle is still so light, even if it's an 8.5 ounce and you've added lead tape to, um, to not let the weight do the work. You yep. really got to remember just like any other tool related sport like golf or tennis to let the weight go and to not be manipulating the paddle around. Um, right. Kind of reminds me a little bit of um, the, the paddle review we're about to drop too for, for master. Absolutely. But um, t stay tuned for that. And, and so much of these devices are intended to enhance the natural performance of your body, to expedite mm -hmm. what your body would naturally do. So what's really cool about ProBand and the Bandit and the Needit technology is it's working with your body's natural pumping mechanism to get your arm to increase and your leg and your knee blood flow naturally to act essentially as a pumping mechanism mm -hmm. for those parts of your body. And I, I love that. I love working with anything that's just harnessing the natural effects and processes of your body. Right. And unlike a lot of our products, which you can only use off the court in recovery, yep. you can wear the pro band and the need it while you're playing, while you're working out, while you're, while typing you're on a computer. Yeah. Keyboard pff, almost as bad as the I mean, sitting is new smoking. Keyboards totally. are the new, uh, carpal tunnel, uh, a hundred percent people are like oh i have pickleball elbow or you know tennis elbow i'm calling it pickleball elbow hashtag brand lean in. Lean, lean in lean in and it's all because of pickleball well is it also the typing is it also mm -hmm. is it a compounding effect of everything that you're doing in your in your life totally totally um do the thumbs change things versus yeah. the fingers that might be part yeah, of it. Yeah, you too. laying in bed holding your phone, and maybe mm -hmm. you just upgraded to the yeah. next iPhone size. Like, there's so many oh little things. Just holding my phone, sometimes that pinky gets sore. It's so sad. So sad. <laughs> Millennial problems. <laughs> so, was there something else uh, you wanted to add to the uh, wearables? Like I said, so nice how light they are. You know, I can bring them anywhere, throw them in. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten to a court where I needed a something. Uh, or someone else needed something that was in my bag, uh, sharing is caring, where it's like straps and braces and things. They all can make a huge difference. Well, I'm excited to talk about number nine. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> this one's fun for the whole family. It really is. At-home cupping. Okay, if you haven't tried cupping, some good news. Uh, you don't actually have to cup like it's ancient Egypt, which is where cupping originated from. And they had oh. to actually light the cups and use fire to create the suction. And then it would get really hot and I'm sure probably burn a few, uh, burn a few people. So yeah. uh, you can just buy, I think on Amazon, my set was like $30 full at home cupping. And as I said, it's an ancient form of alternative medicine. It dates all the way back to ancient Egyptian, Chinese, Middle Eastern cultures. It's one of the, it's mentioned in one of the oldest medical textbooks in the world, the Ebers Papyrus. And it describes how the ancient Egyptians used cupping in 1500 BC. And what's fascinating about cupping is that it's not inherently obvious 
that it works in reverse of say a typical massage. So what happens in a massage? You're mm, getting you push in. pushed in, compressed. That's exactly correct. And cupping is the exact opposite. It decompresses soft tissue by using a vacuum and a suction, suction. to pull upwards. If you've never seen someone who's been cupped, if you have ever seen someone with random red circles on their skin, a lot of times shoulders for racket sport mm-hmm. players, but you can cup on, you know, legs and, and I assume torso, back, Oh, yeah. Everything. And you know, you know on tour, on the pickleball tour, exactly who believes in cupping because yes. it's really hard to miss. Yeah, you don't hide it. You don't hide it. Luckily, it doesn't look like anything else. Like, it's such a specific circle. It could never be from a fist or a hand. Well, people have definitely (laughs) seen my shoulder on the streets and, you know, the mean streets of Indian Wells and have asked if I need help, if my, uh, you know, my wife is is hitting you with tiny plungers. Yeah, tiny plungers and pickleballs. Yeah, so basically the cups come with a tiny um, little nipple if you will that attaches to the hose and then you squeeze this little um like pumping tool and it mm-hmm. sucks the skin up into the cup um and then you boop pop the little ditty off the off the nipple and move on to the next cup so you have to be careful that you get nice suction otherwise they sometimes will just pop off but it's very freaky the first time you do it because your skin is literally getting like pulled up like I don't know half an inch yep um into the cup and you're like am I hurting somebody or is this really and they say that um they say that depending on the color of your bruise like light pink to dark purple is the amount of toxins that are being pulled up and out of you right so then it's like it's hard to tell if you've cupped enough or not enough is it the toxins coming out or have I cupped too hard but just suffice it to say that pink is is not a bad color to see I get I I get the deep purple (laughs) oh yeah purple rain um the other cool thing you can do with cupping that I don't think a lot of people know Dr. Cynthia taught me uh, you can move with it. So whenever she does it on my hip, she's like, all right, get up, walk around, stretch it out. And mm-hmm. that actually helps the most. Don't ask me why. Uh, but you can move with the cupping. Yeah. And it uh, is amazing now that I think about it, how many of these recovery devices in one way or another have something to do with our blood. Yeah, absolutely. Which to me just points to the fact of like, our bodies are amazing and like the human body is capable of doing amazing Mm -hmm. things, especially if it's encouraged and blood goes through the entire body. Well said. Um, Also can backfire. Like my dad actually got a rare form of blood cancer a few years ago and got really lucky that they figured out the treatment. But if you think about like all the places we get trouble, your blood goes through everything. Um, So it's right up there with lymph nodes. Um, Surprised there aren't, lymph node recovery devices that they've invented i'm just waiting for the day where i can be more bionic than human like you know formula one all the all the race car drivers will say it's like all about the car and of course you have to be a great driver can we make that for pickleball can it be like 95 (laughs) percent paddle and then i just have to make some decisions like like, hold on (laughs) they have invented a golf club that has like a little plunger thing on the end and you click a button and the ball just explodes off the face yeah yeah we we need that can we do like can um, hold the paddle out e-sports get into pickleball and can i like sit on my couch with a remote controller (laughs) oh god if it's anything like wii tennis you're gonna hate it i'm gonna be so bad i'm so bad at wii tennis (laughs) hurts my wrist too (laughs) Uh, totally that'll that'll give you carpal tunnel and pe Oh man. So cupping, you got to check it out. Um, it's check it out or uh, buy your own at home set because I, I've been cupping for two years, but I always thought I had to like go to my acupuncturist to get cupped. And then I was like, like anyone can just pop it on. Yeah. Like, can I do this? And she's like, yeah, I bought my, she's like, yes, I bought my set on Amazon. (laughs) Okay. I can definitely do this. (laughs) I can Amazon. I've got that tool. Um, what's great is that she'll still have the bruise mark from the last cup so i know exactly where to put it 
There's like a little uh, O marks the spot, so to speak. I never, you're exactly correct. I never let my um, time between cupping go so far as to actually let the bruise heal because then we'll never know where to put it again. Yeah, exactly. That's when we know it's time. It's like, get it before it goes away. (laughs) So number 10, are you ready for our final top 10? I have some strong opinions on number 10. Yeah, I bet you do. Correct nutrition and supplements while you're on the court. She's my she's my vitamin slave driver <laughs> over here. But uh, Kristen, did you take your vitamins? Kristen, did you take your vitamins? Kristen, did you take your vitamins? By the way, I have vitamins? not taken my vitamins yet today. Is that a joke? Is that a joke for the pod? Is that, <laughs> are, 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 are PB lifers going to see Jilly <laughs> B get angry? <laughs> Quick, let me uh, take a vitamin break. <laughs> we'll um, be right back taking a vitamin break. But I mean, the obvious one, of course, is electrolytes. Most people are aware Gatorade came on the scene. We need salt. But electrolytes are, are more than just salt, which, of course, you're sweating out. And the the so, basic concept being, go ahead. Yeah, I have, I have a lot of deep thoughts on electrolytes. I think there's been a ton of advertising around um, electrolyte packets and powders that are sugar-free. I don't understand this. Like you're out on the court, you're sweating, your body Mm. needs sugar. You need sugar. So for me, I really like liquid IV. I find there's not a lot of magnesium in liquid IV. I'm super sensitive to magnesium. I already have like an upset stomach when I play. I don't need anything messing with my stomach. So a lot of this is don't take all electrolytes at face value, like actually try some out, do some research. Do you want sugar? Do you not want sugar? Um, Maybe you don't want sugar in your electrolytes, but you're going to drink something else that has some sugar. So for me, I'm also a big believer in caffeine. Like you wouldn't believe how many of the pros are drinking coffee (laughs) on the court uh, at all times of day. Like your body is being depleted of energy. And yes, sometimes it needs a little bit of cheap energy to get it through. And that doesn't mean it doesn't have to be clean energy. So I am sponsored by Storm Energy Drink. Uh, If you drink Celsius, stop. Storm is way better. Yes. (laughs) And it's awesome. I don't feel jittery. I don't get the same like caffeine coffee jitters that I do when I have espresso. It's vitamins. It's minerals. And I have to have something like that after four hours on the court. And I have to have electrolytes that have sugar on it. So those are my pretty strong opinions like, yeah. Like you, your body's telling you it needs something, give it to it. And I used mm-hmm. to drink Coke actually on the court. And then I threw up <laughs> at MLP in front of the doctor in the recovery den. In yeah, the recovery we'll, we'll never center. know the real full source of that. Was it the concussion? Was it the Coke? Was it the, the uh, pepto. acid Pepto or the combination of all of them? Uh, or just but, like But that the was when I was like, all. I'm done drinking Coke while I'm playing. I cannot do that. Yeah. And then obviously found Storm a couple weeks later. I think ultimately the sad thing is that companies who make products have to chase what the consumer wants. So the consumer wants the taste of very sweet, but they also think they want sugar-free. And I feel like we're a little bit caught in between two bad choices where it's like Gatorade has too much sugar and sugar-free Gatorade is way too sweet. Sugar-free things definitely try and like overdo what's absent. But we just need some sugar. Glucose is the basis of all energy though. When you go to chemistry class in high school, it's like... ATP and glucose is the whole lesson. We got to start with that. 100%. And like I said, I don't like a lot of additives or extras. So if you're like me and you think liquid IV has too much extra stuff, um, I drink clear Pedialyte and it's pretty gross. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. It's kind of like drinking glue, like a watered down glue. Am I selling it well? Honestly, Pedialyte tastes exactly like G2 to me. It's so thick though. It's like viscous. It's, it's a different consistency. And I get the mm. clear one that's tasteless, which somehow how could tasteless taste weird, but it does. And every time I buy it at the store, the checker looks really um, sympathetically at me and asks if I have a sick child at home, to which I <laughs> invariably reply, yes, yes, I do. If you consider pickleball to be my baby. <laughs> um, another uh, favorite of ours that kind of falls in this camp is coconut water. Oh, so right now, true story, and I haven't told you this, I am drinking my secrets. new- Secrets. We don't keep secrets from each other. I have a other. secret. I have a secret. And that's in my PB Gods Dink Me mug. I am drinking what I have discovered to be the most delicious post-match hydration drink. 
Fair Life chocolate milk plus coconut water. No You're welcome. Way. It, here, try that it. That sounds so disgusting. It is so good. You <laughs> oh are God, going to thank me right now. Try it in real time on the pot and say thank is you. Is there any left? Yeah, you just got to suck hard. Come on. Oh, you mean just the backwash? Is that, yeah, is that my, what you left me? So the, it's my backwash, coconut water, and chocolate milk. It's literally just the chocolate milk bubbles. That's all. How is it? But yeah, uh, the chocolate milk is pretty pretty powerful. So you don't really taste Cut too it. much of the of the coconut water. Oh, True man. story. Uh, when I uh, when I first lived here ten years ago in the desert, I uh, I used to drink coconut water and vodka as my five p.m. cocktail. And I always used to say, hydrating and dehydrating at the same time. How did you ever get get out of that? Um, you know, I, I think coconut water is sort of hard enough to find that you just like end up going with soda because it's easier. Oh my gosh, this is but... like when all of my friends would come over to my house my uh, in high school and the only like mixer that we had or anything close to it was Gatorade because I was playing competitive tennis. So it was like tequila yeah. and red oh fruit punch Gatorade what could totally. go better together <laughs> uh, uh, uh. yeah no and then the whole like Red Bull vodka I wish I liked the taste of Red Bull or had rainstorm as an option when I was in college because I was like that girl falling asleep at 11 p.m and everyone was trying to go downtown um we digress we that was tan yeah that was a tangent we digress I do so how much say vodka one... do you drink on the court <laughs> None. There are some pros that do, though. Quell the nerves. Um, I want to talk cramping because I think there's a lot of misinformation around cramping. So Dr. Cynthia has super changed my life uh, in regards to cramping. I Every time it gets hot, invariably, I will indeed cramp no matter how much pickle juice I drink um, or pepperoncini juice when times get tough and I'm desperate and that's all that's in the fridge. Uh, no matter how many electrolytes and something she told me that has completely changed my life. And since then, I really haven't cramped at least to the full extent that I used to was you're, it's not the electrolytes you're putting in your body. You're getting really hot and she's right. I don't sweat a lot. So my head gets really hot. And she said, if you can cool yourself down, bring two small frozen bottles of plastic water bottles with you to your tournaments and in between matches, hold them in your hands. And if you can keep your hands cold and your head cold, it's really difficult for you to cramp, assuming it's not an electrolyte issue, which for me, it is not. And she is totally right. So I have found ever since really focusing on making sure that I don't get too hot, that my cramping has stopped. It's basically the reverse equivalent of what you do in a snowstorm. Put on a beanie and mittens. We need the, the ice on your head, ice on your hands. Oh, my Someone gosh. Someone should invent that. Ice gloves. Ice gloves. Kristen. Oh, my we God. Did finally. It. Finally. Retirement Guys, plan. We're, we're retiring. This was the last pod. We are inventing ice hands. Icy hands. Oh, we said this whole, whole episode icy was hot. Icy hands. <laughs> we said this whole episode was about heat. And now we know it was all a ruse. Well, it was all it's a ruse. Ice. We're trying to actually divert everyone's attention from ice to heat so that we can own the icy hands market. Totally. totally. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about how heat and ice work in tandem in a sack. But um, yes, the cramping uh, is definitely a pervasive problem in, um, yeah. in pickleball. So, mm-hmm. you know, do them all. Do them all. Take the electrolytes. Try and stay in the shade and... If you really have a bad problem with it, get those icy water bottles in your in your get cooler cold. and hold on. Get cold. And um, I, I know it's possible because I was playing in 90, 95 degrees at the last uh, two years ago PPA Masters, and I just forced myself to get cold, and it worked. Yeah, yeah. And and prior to that, the Newport event where you were in the finals or semis against Leia, singles, and it was yep. like all on the line, and then phew, that whole third set was basically I couldn't move. All, all about the cramping. Um, so, uh, some honorable mention, uh, devices that we did not put in the top 10, but resistance bands and, uh, mm-hmm. stretchy things as I like to call them. Stretchy but things. That's the technical There's, term. uh, there's the, the Thera tube thing that I fixed my, um, my arm with, uh, a couple, um, months ago. Mm-hmm. There's all of the stretchy, um, my, uh, magic circle. Ankle bands. Cannot live magic without circle. my magic circle. We did talk about your your mm-hmm. new hip device that uh, tractions Ooh, you. Ooh, hip so. 
Oh, so good. The beauty of, oh yeah, the beauty of uh, the stretchy things is, again, they're very portable and they're light. Um, and um, just red light therapy in general can be really influential. Um, our chiropractor uses it quite a bit. I want to say one more thing on the stretchy oh, yeah. things. Um, it's amazing how you can at-home traction yourself, like we talked about on the last episode with inversion tables. I recently got a really thick, heavy-duty stretch band that's supposed to help you with pull-ups, and I have fa uh, fashioned it on my desk table, anchored there, and then I wrap it around my ankle, and I'm able to self-traction my leg. So I have a leg that's usually a little about, shorter sh yeah half an inch shorter and so i'll sit there and traction my leg and like, it needs to remember your five nine not five eight and a half exactly thank <laughs> you thank you and that's worked miracles so you know if you take anything from this pod it's get creative yeah totally totally lots of different multifaceted ways to use things um so yeah red light therapy uh as i just mentioned and um then all the heat we've got saunas We've got steam rooms. We've got uh, just uh, going out in the desert sun. I mean, I'm a person who, when I leaves it, leave an air-conditioned uh, restaurant and I go back outside to the heat, it's like such sweet relief. And I feel like that's your body saying, like, yes, we are 98.6 degrees. <laughs> Get me to that. So we don't always want to be cold. Yep. Um, but, yeah, getting, getting heat, obviously, back to blood, it just helps everything move. I'd like to give an honorable mention to cortisone shots, mm -hmm. which might seem anathema to everything we've just discussed on this podcast. On this podcast, with like very homeopathic um, therapies that bring blood that make you feel. Here's cortisone, uh, basically the single largest injection of like pure anti-inflammation product in the world right. that you put into yourself, and it does alleviate pain. And I just want to say like there is a time and a place for it. Like it has saved my life on 10 different occasions in five different areas of, of my body from my wrist to my shoulder, um, to my knee, like it's a godsend. And I think that if you are struggling with something at home and you have tried everything, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be scared of this. Like, I just wouldn't. And, and I have friends point? that are like, I would never put a cortisol. I would never do that. And I'm like, well, never say never. You've been in pain for like four years and it's not surgery you need and you've tried everything else. Right. So that that's my question. I personally have never been in a situation that uh, mm -hmm. cortisone came into my life. I don't know if there was an injury I could have used it for, but mm -hmm. wh what kinds of injuries does cortisone work best for? It seems like it's always in like, you know, elbows Joints. and shoulders and things where it's, is it? I mean, my mom has had and... it in her hips. Um, mm -hmm. I've had it in my wrists. Like I said, I've had it in my shoulder. I've had it in my knees, uh, both of them. Like it's just pure anti-inflammation for, it's pain killing. It's pain okay. numbing, right? It's, it's been a lifesaver for me. I think when it becomes a crutch, like you hear someone saying, I get them every three months in my wrist. Yeah. That's or like, I issue. have to go to two different doctors because the one who gave me the first one won't give me another one for That's six months. my mom. Let's not name names on the podcast. <laughs> I've heard other people doing that, but yeah. No, uh, I think that I go it can really easily be abused. And I think my message is more for people who haven't tried it and they're struggling with something. Those who've tried it, you know good exactly stuff. the good stuff. You know what you're <laughs> getting. You don't need any more advice to go out and try it. No, I'm curious. Yeah, comment on the pod uh, if you're a big fan or a bad the, bad case of cortisone. Because I feel like it's one thing, of those things that's... The one thing I will say about cortisone, and a or. lot of people do not know this, is it is hyper-operator dependent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The it's like, oops, they missed. The really, really matters. Are they using yeah. an ultrasound? Are they a good doctor? Like, it's scary, right? Like, my brother's an interventional cardiologist, and he says only 10% of anyone in any profession is truly exceptional. That includes doctors. Like, right. that includes chiropractors. It includes yes. bankers. Like, As they say, what do you call a doctor who got C's on all his exams? A doctor. doctor. <laughs> um, so, yeah, be a... Uh, I would say still consider cortisone a bit of a last resort when you've explored all PT and you've yeah, explored all other I, I options. But if you're there, then it can be a lifesaver. Agree. 
Um, it should never be your first choice. Um, so yeah, so I think worth talking about, um, basically today's conversation with Dr. C, the cycle of when to do what, um, as we come off the court and we're, we're feeling sore or we're feeling the pains of a, of a chronic injury. Talk to us about what to do first and, and what to do last. So this is how I treated my neck and upper back today. I am fortunate enough to have a jacuzzi. So I did turn that on. I don't usually actually, cause gas is expensive in California. I'm moving to Texas. No, I'm just kidding. Also, what is the difference between a jacuzzi and a bathtub? Right, right. So I think Dr. Cynthia wanted that jet pressure and that circulation and that water movement. But basically take a hot bath or apply some form of heat. You You can use a heat pad. I talked about on the last episode how much I love those disposable portable uh heat sticky majiggers that's the technical name yeah um so we did heat then i immediately did ice then we used rock sauce and scraped the area then we cupped it then we taped it if you're listening at home and you're like you're a pro athlete you've got time for all this stuff like i i hear you but i also look back at when i was sitting in a chair working 14 hours a day in tech and in the corporate world and i wish i would have spent way more time on my body and taking care of myself just because I'm a pro athlete doesn't mean I should have ignored uh, keeping my body kind of gets back to the whole analogy of the sleep thing Mm -hmm. it's like you think you're um, using your time instead of sleeping but your time is more effective if you're effective so everything that you can spend time on to make yourself more efficient as a a happier person you're a better wife husband mother father friend right um calling boss like 10 minutes on the sleep thing like on recovery can sometimes be like gaining three hours 100 efficiency 100 yeah so kristen did you have some by the numbers by yeah it's better when you do it well luckily we have the actual recorded version but it's by by the numbers by the numbers it all sounded the same to me when i have my voice doubled but yeah we're gonna hear it again so this uh by the numbers is about gym usage which as we all know january rolls around everyone decides they want to be healthier they join a gym they go to the gym in january it's crowded you can't get on a treadmill to save your life and you're like who are these people come february they're all gone Um, but the truth is gym usage has been skyrocketing basically like it has become such a normalized part of people's lives compared to say 2010 we are now at a place where 25 percent of americans are going to the gym semi-regularly and um, 49 percent of those people um, are going at least twice a week now 6.3 percent never use their gym membership wow. but i feel like it it's less than i would have thought like people actually um have made it a habit and it's like i think now such a um like instagram and show your best self kind of world that uh it's less about like i'm going to the gym to get strong and more just like who are you if you don't mm-hmm. go to the gym <laughs> and there's nothing more powerful for human well, beings what's interesting as is social this, animals this statistic an astonishing 27 million people visit the gym 100 times or more in 2019 that 25 percent surge since 2010 yeah that's not even including people like me who like gym at home totally right right or is it right or people like me who just like chase a ball uh, mm. you don't count you're not in this <laughs> i'm in that other 73 percent 75 percent Um, but, uh, people on average keep their gym memberships for almost five years. So that's, that's not for nothing. And, um, I think, uh, if, uh, if I were to Oracle, uh, anything, it, it will kind of swing the pendulum the other way now, especially probably with COVID, these stats were right prior to COVID, but I think both people will be doing more at home gym and more at-home school in the next well, 10 years. Well, you know years. what I say People about People are going to just the, be doing their life You know what I say terms. about local California legislation that requires all Californians utilize their right. garage 
as a gym, as a gym. and park their cars, cars in their on driveway the or on the street. Yes. So gotta... that's, that's a law in California. If you don't know, now you know. Well, they always say it's ironic, right, that you park in the driveway and drive in the parkway. That's so funny. now we're going to start calling the highway the gym way. <laughs> the garage way? <laughs> Not sure how that would go. But point being, work from home, gym from home, school from home, Netflix from home, we're basically just never going to leave our houses. I'm going to invest more in real estate. <laughs> or technology? I don't know. Where do we go? Where do we go? Um, well, that, uh, that was our by the numbers. And um, we, uh, we have just enough time for Dear Jilly B. Okay. okay, this question comes from Scott, um, one of our avid listeners and commenters. Hey, Thank you, Scott. Um, Dear Jilly B, any insights into which court surface vendor will emerge as the leader in the evolving indoor mall court market, Ms. Oracle Z? <laughs> Thanks for including me, Scott. Thank you, Scott. Um, this is an interesting question, I'll be honest with you, that I'm gonna give you my gut reaction and then I wanna do a little bit more research on this and answer it more in-depthly, in-depth next week. So I will answer this by saying, when I was talking to the CEO of Lifetime, a brilliant guy named Baram Akrati, he said, any Tom, Dick, and Sally can make money right now opening a pickleball center in an abandoned warehouse and painting the lines, well, that's not gonna cut it. I'm building courts for five, five years down the road. So it might cut it now, but it's not gonna cut it five years down the road. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say in answering your question is, I think it depends on who is going to these malls. Is it just families who are replacing movie night and who would have went to a mall and eaten at Red Robin and now they're doing something like active and fun, then I'd say, I think that that company, they sponsor the PPA, they're called like Sport Court, right? Isn't that what they're called? Pickle Roll? No, 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 I'm gonna talk about Pickle oh, okay. Roll. okay, the puzzle is, pieces one. Yeah, it's like, you know, plastic almost. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, I'm I sure think Sport Court is like the tissue. It's like the generic term. I don't know if it's the brand. No, I think I think the brand is literally called Sport Court. We'll okay. go, we'll go yeah, look yeah. this up. And it's that really like cheap feeling plastic material. I played on it when I was at Fox and Friends and they set it up right, uh, right in uh, Times Square, like literally outside the studios. It was really cool. Super fun. So like, is that enough for the general public? Cause that's super cheap, like yeah. crazy cheap. And maybe these malls, Scott, are like 50% that because your average consumer or the average player that's going to the mall doesn't care. And then is there 50% or even less that's pickle roll? So I'm sure you know all about pickle roll. It rolls out kind of like you would like cut carpet, right? And um, I wouldn't say it's easy to assemble, but it's mobile. It's cheaper than actual um, laying of concrete and painting of lines. I think that we're probably going to see an in-between of like pickle roll that like actually plays like a great court and then this plastic sport court. There's probably gonna be something in between that I think wins in right. the mall space. Um, the beauty of the pickle roll and the sport court is easy in, easy out. So you yep. can convert a space for like a concert venue and then back to pickleball. If you're really like, this is gonna be a permanent place, then there are obviously permanent paint solutions, but it's nice that we have the variety. Yeah, um, and, and, and I, I just wonder if Baram's right. And like, yeah, that'll work now, maybe for the next five years. And then after that, people are gonna be developing this more evolved palette for surfaces than that which exists now. I, I, I think he's probably right. I think that'll fly for another five years. Yeah. And then there's gonna be competition. Well, and I think there will be lanes, you know, there will be the people who are still buying the $40 Amazon paddles and there will be people who buy four $250 paddles a month. Yeah. So Scott, so. I mean, I'd be curious, obviously, you know, a little bit about this topic too, you know, what you think, let us know. Yeah. Um, I did, uh, mention to our friend Pat, um, a little mm -hmm. bit about, you know, we were going to talk about this. Um, and he was saying that, uh, he finds that the average court conversion costs 
20 to 25k correct um each court so each tennis court um for four for four courts that's correct actually it's funny because i went for the clarification and they didn't respond well i I can tell you that's (gasps) correct yeah because i thought it was like five to ten but no, it's, it's more if you're in a ten. backyard, it's probably closer to like 15, 15 to actually do the, yeah, I think our, our, our friends who just built a court in their backyard yeah. was closer to 15. So, and um, that's not a sustainable number when you're going into malls. Yeah. So I don't think, I don't think so. Um, was there anything else you wanted yeah, to I did add want to from say one the more architect thing. conversation? Yeah. I did want to say one more thing on the topic of court surfaces. If you play pickleball, you need to hear this. I think this is really, really important and not talked about enough. Um, I carry two pairs of shoes um, mm, yeah. at all times. So one will be a little bit newer and one will be uh, worn down, like almost to the point where you'd be like, are you really playing these? And I call those my tournament shoes because when we play these tournaments and they're on resurfaced fresh courts, there's like nothing more dangerous than those like ultra sticky, tacky brand new surfaces. I call those the ACL tearing surfaces like the widow maker the acl widow maker is essentially (laughs) what these courts are and you just have to be so careful so i'll wear like my really beat up shoes on those because i want my leg to you want to slide i want to slide yeah yeah i don't want to i don't the worst thing is to put on a new pair of shoes get on a new surface and your knee has nowhere to go yeah it's awful so if you're listening to this think about what you're wearing on what surface. I think it does make a big difference for, for injury prevention. And if you're like Jilly, Jilly B, I play on like my cruddy municipal public courts, like, sorry, I'm not sophisticated enough. That's actually important too. So you're playing on really slick, fast courts. Don't let your shoes get super worn out. Like be a little bit more vigilant than on when mm-hmm. you need a new pair of shoes. Yeah, so no like grip on grip. Like that's the easiest way Either to one. prevent injury. Literally, Worn in courts shoes. or worn in shoes. Your shoes. Yeah. Your shoes are the totally. easiest way to prevent injury. Um, and just for anyone wondering, uh, I did not tear my ACL playing pickleball. It was skiing. Skiing but backwards, watching me, giving me advice. It's yeah, always when you're doing speeds. something slow. Yes. So um, make sure that – but, yeah, we do have a friend who tore their ACL at Nationals, which know, is brand new courts. Brand new courts. So whenever and you're on brand new she was probably like wearing brand new shoes, super excited to like, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to do everything right. Yeah. It's like, no, get out your pair with holes Hold. in it. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I know. I'd rather have a blister than a torn ligament. Um, speaking of shoes, I get asked this all the time. Um, Mizuno makes tennis shoes. Obviously, that's pickleball too. And they're called, I think, the uh, Wave 5, Wave Court 5. They are incredible. I was using the Asics Gel Resolution 8s, um, which I thought were like the lightest shoes on the market. The Mizunos put those to shame. I could sleep in mine. They are so darn comfortable. Super, super comfy. They are, Mm -hmm. without a doubt, like catching on like wildfire. Every time I go put Uh pickleball, I see more players using them. Yep. People Um, really like the Babolat shoe. I, I can't speak for that. I haven't tried it, but I do see a lot of pros wearing it. I can speak personally for the Mizunos which I switched to after Nike, of course, retired uh, the Vapor X, the best shoe that they ever made. So funny. And whatever model they replaced it with is just awful. So, yeah, I'm a huge believer in the Mizunos. Yeah, so they've got a little bit of that kind of plastic uh, or rubber cage on the on the outside for support, but it's flexible in a way so that, good. like, the Nike ones that tried to come out a couple years ago weren't. And um just really comfortable backs too. I found a lot of tennis shoes kind of poke you in yeah. the um, Achilles or like the area around your Achilles. Yeah, and, and these, these are kind really of go out. And yeah, away from they have you. that slant, Curve. but mm-hmm. they're still supportive. So some lucky winners are gonna go home with some super sweet shoes. Yep. Uh, among other opportunities. All right. So our next dear Jilly B comes from Rich B. What is the quickest way to establish a duper? I'm a four five tennis player been playing pb for three months but it's been in clinics and some random open play i feel like i'm probably about a three seven five but if i try and enter a three five tournament how do i justify it this is so funny i always are there say rating clinics and where do you go to get rated i always say the worst bracket to play in a tournament is three five because you end yeah. up with every rich b in yeah in that bracket because they're like well i've never played a tournament before 
but I may have played like D2 collegiate tennis. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> totally. like, like be in 3-0 or 4-0, like do not be in 3-5. But so uh, Duper actually fixes that problem. And that's a really good question. So Rich, you can look for Duper Flex Leagues in your local area. Mm, so fun. Duper Waterfall Tournaments. If you've ever played a tournament on pickleballtournaments.com before, you'll have a Duper. You could even go out in your backyard right now, play a friend, post a score, and then as of today, what I understand is Duper just made an update where you'll have an instant rating. And then the way the algorithm works is it just gets smarter and smarter. So it'll estimate your opponent's rating if they don't have one. And it'll get more intelligent as you or your opponent go and play other people who have a Duper. It's like, it's like a disease. Like you mm-hmm. can get it from someone yeah, else. Spread the virus. You can get a Duper from someone else. Exactly. Spread the virus. Hashtag. Yeah. Which is also to say... Um, share partners split partners it's like <laughs> yeah. reverse std yeah it's a reverse std spread, but, the, um, spread the love yeah the but more different people you, you play with add to that Kristen? yeah the more different people you play with the more accurate it will be because essentially it's just looking at numbers and matchups so if you always played with the same person it would not be able to distinguish mm-hmm. you so play mixed and, play and mix, if you're playing you know, three on three guys one mm-hmm. girl play all sorts of mixed gender play well if you're playing random open play like you said um just ask the players against whom you're playing, do you mind if we record this score into Duper? And as long as you ask them beforehand and don't don't play the game and then like, you yeah. know. Totally. Blindside them blindside with a, with a re- request and they're like, get the yeah. notification. Yeah, that's and not the best way to go about it. You, and you explain, hey, I'm looking to get, get rated. Um, can we post these scores? They'll probably say yes. And you yeah. can post those scores. Yeah, totally. And um, I think... Uh, speaking from both duper experience and personal duper experiences, if you don't know, Jill used to be the CEO and I was working for the marketing department, but I have had plenty of friends who were starting their pickleball duper relationship. And Mm -hmm. I posted scores with people of varying degrees below me. Um, and it affects a person like me very little who has a ton of scores, Mm -hmm. a ton of history. That one score is very important for that new player, but affects my rating very little. So exactly. don't let anyone be too nervous about it because the more uh, scores you have, the less it obviously yep. influences your whole rating. So spread the love. Well, that concludes pod number 11, recovery heaven. heaven. But uh, next week we've got some amazing uh, pickleball tournaments coming up in Orange County, Jilly's home county. (laughs) We're going back-to-back PPA San Clemente, then same venue MLP San Clemente. And we have had conflicts every time this event has come around. We got married actually during this tournament. Mm -hmm. And so we have never been to this venue, but everyone says it's the best venue. So we get to double down on uh, Lifetime San Clemente. I'm playing with Sarah Ansbury and... Ben, ben Newell. And for those of Benny you who New. do not know my Major League Pickleball um, partner, Brandon French, he is out. He had wrist surgery. The Tomahawk surgery. King. The Tomahawk King is out. He had wrist surgery. We thought that he was going to be able to recover in time. He is not. Ben Newell, who was dropped from the Atlanta Bouncers, is in. And thankful for us that he was available because Ben is a rock star. He is left-handed he's sneaky he has probably one of the best drives in the game and he did just take down the ben johns mm-hmm. three weeks ago at uh, newport mm-hmm. beach at the ogo newport beach ben newell beat ben johns in doubles with his partner philip locklear against ben and his partner colin johns and i can't wait to see uh, everything crazy mlp holds we have to win in order to make it to the super finals that's how I understand it. And in addition to that, we need some other teams to not do yes. so well. I always so, say it's best to con- to focus on what you can control. But in this case, there are mm-hmm. some things out of our control other than, you know, kneecapping we won't be doing. <laughs> no Tanya Harding's situations. But Chicago Slice are in a solid position. And so mm-hmm. they, uh, they basically could uh, keep you out of it even if you won. So we'll see how that all uh, shakes out. Connor Garnett's been on a bit of a tear but um, I know, totally. it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a great venue. So a lot to talk about. Definitely Next tune in. Podcast. Do not miss out. I cannot wait. As a reminder, please message in your questions, comments to thispblife at gmail.com. If you're not subscribed on YouTube, 
Go ahead and subscribe. Same thing with following Jilly B Pickleball because we are going to be doing amazing giveaways, gooder sunglasses, storm energy drinks, uh, pro band products, and most importantly, everyone wants those Mizuno PB shoes. And PB Don't forget, Go. PB Lifers is the 10% off code, still active, and um, yeah, everyone wants those Mizuno shoes. Didn't mean to cut you off. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching wherever you are, wherever you're listening. Stay with us, and we're so lucky to have you. Thanks for your attention. See you next time. Thank Absolutely. you for listening. Bye, guys. This Pickleball Life is a Tomahawk production. 100% organic, self-made, and homegrown. Music by K-Dubs. Editing by K-Dubs and Jilly B. Check out pbgods.com and use code PBLIFERS for 10% off your next order. Do you have a question for Jilly B? Email us at thispblife at gmail.com to be included in future episodes. Don't forget to click subscribe. This Pickleball Life.